0: Hello, I'm Grayson Brulte, and welcome to another episode of SAE Tomorrow Today. If you haven't already, please kindly take a moment to follow and be notified when a new episode is released. SAE Tomorrow Today is published every Thursday. On today's episode, I sat down with Aaron Spring, Senior Director, New Ventures at the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. Goodyear is not just your grandfather's tire company, Goodyear is now shaping how people move in the future, from commercial vehicles to passenger vehicles. Goodyear is leading predictive vehicle servicing to keep cars and trucks safer, serviced, and ready to go. Guess what? Tires are cool, and you're about to find out why. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the podcast, Aaron.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: It's awesome to have you here. Goodyear's a super cool company, but it's not only a cool company. You're an innovative company with a history going back to 1898, so I'm really excited for this conversation because the one common theme throughout Goodyear's history has been a c- clear focus on innovation.
1: Yes, certainly.
0: Aaron, as I mentioned, Go- Goodyear was founded in 1898 with a commitment to continuous improvement and innovation. With the emergence of autonomous vehicles, how is Goodyear building upon the company's heritage while staying focused on the future?
1: Yeah, thanks, Grayson. I think that's a great question. I think a key part of our heritage, as, as you mentioned, was continuously being an innovative company, understanding how is technology changing, how are our customers changing, and making sure we can meet those Needs So, first and foremost, we, we believe and see that tires are going to be a continued important role in mobility as they are today and as they are in the future. Uh, and so, we are continuing to invest in great products that um, can help vehicles perform as well as um, improve fuel economy and improve sustainability. Now, going in the future, though, we see that our customers are already changing dramatically, and uh, we are investing and um, building new solutions to meet those emerging needs, especially around digital connected solutions.
0: Tires are important. There's a there's a great fish song that goes, "Tires are the road, are the things on the road that make contact with the road that take you to your boat." And so, they're going to continue to take children to school. They're going to continue to take individuals to work, and they're going to take families to outings. And you mentioned investing. At CES 2020, Goodyear announced the $100 million Goodyear's Venture Fund focused on the future mobility. Why in this incredible history of innovation did you decide now is the time to start the Goodyear Fund?
1: Right. Thank you. I think another great question with, with respect as, as we look at the fund and was it really first started to say, as we look at how the industry is changing, I mean, Goodyear has been partnering, uh, collaborating, and innovating with others for many, many years And we continue to do that, Um, specifically in this new mobility space. um, We had been uh, connecting in with startups, understanding how is this technology evolving? How do we leverage it to accelerate uh, some of the solutions that we're working on? And we we found that we wanted to really double down on this commitment to mobility um, by putting our fund out there. To say, hey, we we have skin in the game too. We're just as committed uh, to this uh, new mobility solutions, not only with what we bring to the table on product solutions, but also um, how can we start to invest and accelerate some of this future happening.
0: Prior to the fund, how were you connecting with this with the startups? Was it? Did you pick the phone up? Did you go on tours of Silicon Valley? How did that work?
1: Right. So a little bit of all the above, of course, Uh, our new ventures team. One of the the key components of it is we have a network of innovation labs, um, specifically a team in San Francisco, a team in Shanghai as well, making sure that every day we're able to connect with what's emerging, what's coming, uh, how can we use some of these trends and technologies uh, to meet and add value to our customer needs so we have a, a team that not only does scouting uh, in downtown san francisco out of course connecting with silicon valley um, but that is also where we're kind of building some of our next generation digital solutions a great opportunity to access talent uh, where where it's at specific to digital and software development uh, as well as uh, be kind of Living, breathing with our customers on a regular basis.
0: Did your innovation lab see something in the market that signaled to to Goodyear Mothership saying, "Hey, it's time to do this fun." There's some really interesting stuff emerging, and we can we want to get ahead of this and do really good for the company.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, so that it was definitely a big part of it. Uh, you know, we we were seeing on a daily basis uh, the the pace of technology accelerating and we felt hey, this is another tool. Not only is it the team that we have based there, and honestly, we have teams out of our, what we call it, our innovation center, where we do a lot of our R&D in Akron and in, in Luxembourg, um, but we saw in, out of each of these teams, hey, the pace of technology is accelerating, like I said before, what are the different tools to make sure that we're connecting in um, with some of these thought leaders uh, making sure that not only are the seat at the table, but we're able to co-create with them. And so we really think this uh, the fund is all about another tool um, to get to be able to do some of this work uh, externally.
0: It's a great tool that allows you to connect with external startups, but I feel it's really important to point out it's not just an external tool. You have the full support of uh, Mr. Richard J. Kramer, who's the Goodyear's chairman, CEO, and president and announcing the fund, Mr. Kramer stated the following: "Goodyear is a technology-driven mobility company that seeks out and partners with other mobility thought leaders, ranging from small startups to proven business models. Goodyear Ventures will take this effort to the next level to engage and shape how people move in the future." One of your first investments, a Goodyear made, wasn't too simple. What did your team see in Too Simple that led to the investment?
1: Yeah, so Too Simple, very exciting. Company that is developing an autonomous freight network um, in the commercial uh, goods movement space. And I think, first and foremost, uh, we serve a lot of uh, commercial trucking companies today. And Too Simple is now saying, how do we put an autonomous system on top of that to be able to move freight more efficiently? Uh, So they, of course, have some of those, I would say, traditional needs of how maybe a fleet looks today uh, and some emerging really interesting needs that we need to start to understand uh, how can Goodyear best serve an autonomous truck fleet? Um, What does that mean for our products, for our tires that are touching the road every day? Uh, And what does that mean for how we're going to support our products in the field? Uh, We do a ton of tire management today because it's not only important what tire you put on that vehicle to get the best performance across fuel economy, for example, but also making sure that you maintain it over the lifetime uh, to extend the life of the tire, but even more importantly, uh, to get the best fuel economy for your fleet. So, of course, we saw an opportunity to say, hey, how does uh, an AV uh, company that's moving goods impact, um, something we've been doing for over a hundred years. Uh, so we are engaged with really studying this together with Too simple as well as providing them uh, great products today, getting input on how they're performing and what can we develop for them in the future. Uh, so it's been a great partnership today. I think it's also a super important part as we look at our, our fund, it's first and foremost: what are the right strategic connections we want to be making? What are the strategic collaborations? What do we want to be learning together? Uh, and then the financial piece is really secondary, where we we assess some financial metrics. But if you don't have the strategic tie-in, uh, it's it's definitely it's typically out of scope.
0: You definitely have the strategic tie-in. I love to know in your in your innovation labs and your your scientists are building really cool things. Are you building separate? tires for an autonomous truck versus a regular truck or is it just there is there any special differences between human driven trucks and autonomous trucks as it relates to tires
1: i think one of the the, the most important things for an autonomous truck is there's no driver at least in the future there will be no driver to get out and make sure that they're uh doing a quick pre pre uh, pre-trip inspection for example a lot of times today Uh, The driver would go out, walk around the truck, make sure that it's ready to go. Uh, So one uh, key solution that we already have in market and we're building on the types of information that we can collect is being able to remotely monitor the state of our tires on a truck um, and be able to either tell the driver or tell the fleet or who needs to know a you might you have an issue with this specific tire that's on this truck in this specific location, uh, you, you better take XYZ type of action, either air it up or replace it. And even better, we can connect you with our, our local uh, Goodyear uh, service footprint to get the job done. So I think an important piece as we look at what type of um, services and what it makes an autonomous truck different in the future is... No one's really checking on it on that day-to-day basis. And so being able to do that, um, actively monitor it, remotely, uh, super important. I I think, too, and something that we're studying is to say, hey, let's head-to-head compare um, how an autonomous truck um, impacts uh, tires and the service needs versus a person-driven vehicle. Um, as you look at how an autonomous truck drives, there's not much variability, if any. Um, and we really expect that the, the, the tire likely is going to then last longer. For example,
0: the remote monitoring of a tire is, it's brilliant. It, it, you don't really think about it, but it's absolutely brilliant. What you're doing is you stated it is super important, how does that work? Are you extending that to all of Goodyear's fleet customers? Because to me, it seems, one, you're going to make it safer for my, my uh, driver. You're going to make it safer for other individuals on the road. And it seems you're also going to save the owner-operator a, lo- a lot of money because you're not going to have to worry about a, a, an incident on the side of the road. Could you expand upon that tire management business, please?
1: Yeah, definitely. So our our tire management business is is active today. Um, we, this is how we are serving, especially commercial truck fleets today, where we not only provide the product, but we provide a tire suite of tire management solutions, whether that is um, real-time monitoring. We have products where if you have a large yard, you can drive over a reader and understand um, the state of the tire with pressure and tread ups, for example. And then we also have some ins- digital inspection tools. If you're out inspecting Um, The truck or even Goodyear can do it um, digitally recording what the tread depth is, the pressure is. So uh, just in the U.S. alone, for example, we just announced we've uh, monitored over 4 million tires um, with our tire management Program, and we are also doing the same. I don't have the exact number, but we're doing the same um, globally in, in Europe with our proactive solutions offering as well. So it is an offer that we have um, available today, uh, where in some cases we're able to say, you know, two to three days in advance if you're going to have a potential event related to a tire. And that two to three days advance advance is really important, obviously. Get the scheduling done, go get it fixed. But the last thing any uh, fleet wants, or really anybody out in a vehicle, is have unplanned downtime. So being able to eliminate or drastically reduce any unplanned downtime, super important. Um, or if there is that unplanned downtime, being able to fix it really, really quickly.
0: Goodyear truly is an innovative company you're you're taking a common problem that individuals that everybody has experienced a flat tire or in the in the trucking side they've experienced you know a flat tire as well and you're you're doing good and you're and you're allowing goods to move places efficiently you're going to save the customer money because you're not going to worry about a car um, the truck broken down but then also on the passenger side of the, of the house you have the angle business so i think it's really really cool to point out Goodyear, you have this incredible commercial business focused on commercial trucks. And then you're doing the same thing for passengers vehicles with the Ango business. Could you expand upon the Ango business and do those two businesses complement one another?
1: Yeah, certainly. So on the commercial truck side that we talked just a, a bit about, we've been serving those customers um, for, for many, many years. I mentioned the over 4 million tires that we've been monitoring. Um, and we we serve some of the largest commercial truck fleets in the US and Europe and globally. Um, as we started back to this kind of topic of mobility, as we started to look at this shift from individual consumers uh, driving and owning their vehicles to a lot more shared mobility options, whether that's car sharing, ride hailing, eventually uh, robo taxis in the future, we started to identify that. Uh, they, they probably have similar needs to what we described on the fleet side, but even more so as we got into kind of living and breathing with our customers, we realized that the, the support infrastructure for a fleet of passenger vehicles, its not it wasn't necessarily available. A lot of car sharing companies we were working with would have to go into one market, develop the different service relationships. If they wanted to expand to the second market, they'd have to repeat it. Uh, we had customers calling us about a car across the country. They didn't know necessarily how to get it fixed. And what we, we started to realize is these what was great about these companies is they were pure digital native companies. They had awesome user experiences. I mean, you could, you could order anything through their app um, because their focus was getting these consumers, getting the users on their app, pure digital companies that then now needed to manage vehicles. And we said, oh, we, we, we can help you manage vehicles. Um, we have this national footprint. but We also want to meet you where you are and what with your needs are. Um, and so ANGO is our digital platform that provides full vehicle readiness for the, for this connected consumer um, fleet segment. And full vehicle readiness is you put your vehicle on ANGO and for, under a subscription package, um, we provide... All the services required to make sure that vehicle's ready to go for the next time someone uses it. So, if uh, someone who's renting a, a vehicle from you or using a, a car sharing service comes, they're going to make sure the tires are ready to go, the vehicle's cleaned, um, it's been inspected, and really ensuring the whole consumer experience. And AnGo is that really that? To be clear, that digital platform that facilitates the jobs coordinates the services, um, and provides that digital notification back to the fleet that says, yeah, that vehicle's ready to go.
0: You're providing the holy grail for robo-taxis or ride-sharing is consistency. You're ensuring that the vehicle's clean. You don't have to worry about a tire issue, which looking at this, I said, okay, Goodyear's got a plan up their sleeves. You're this innovative company doing really innovative things. Was this to learn and model and plan for the future of autonomy? So, when you start going around, so you call it Ango autonomy, and all suddenly you've got all the skills, you've got the the infrastructure built out. Is that why this program was built?
1: Yes, that's definitely what we had in mind. What I'll say is the need is here already today, um, and be so being able to serve the customer need that's out there today um, through the digital platform as well as leveraging some of our great um, brick and mortar Goodyear stores that hopefully people are all visiting um, when they when they need help with it with their vehicle uh, to also experiment and understand hey what services are needed today and in the future as this market grows significantly.
0: I want to point out this was really interesting Goodyear, you have brick and mortar in all fifty states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. That's a huge strategic advantage. Is Ango operations built into all these locations? So if the vehicle needs to get serviced or the tire needs to get pumped, like it can just already go. And you plan to take your brick and mortar and put a digital layer on top of it?
1: Yeah, that is you. You nicely articulated a key piece of the strategy. We are building that up as as we speak. We're in about. 15 markets today and, and will be national across the U.S. Uh, this year and looking at, at expanding to, to other regions. And so, of course, it's tying into our existing service infrastructure as well as the opportunity to um, plug into other service providers or potentially even services that maybe not we don't want to provide as Goodyear. Are, that's not necessarily our core, but being able to uh, digitally connect with another, with a let's say a, a charging provider, for example, or a parking provider or a collision provider that we're not necessarily going to be doing collision work, um, but our customer can sell that one-stop shop.
0: You mentioned digital, and I want to point out, Goodyear does not cook corners. When you're introducing these new digital platforms, there's a a Corporate Principle of Cybersecurity by Design. This is the absolute right approach to take. Why did you take that approach on day one instead of having an incident on day two? It's like, uh-oh, we better go backwards. What what caused that extremely, extremely smart strategy from day one?
1: Yeah, I think the important thing here is we take a cybersecurity and um, protecting personal information very seriously And we are leveraging our experience uh, of interacting with customers and data and information over our years of history um, and learning from what's available today around best practices and working on our team works on that constant basis with our IT team, for example, um, to make sure we're staying true to those principles Uh, And as we build out these connected solutions, um, we have uh, a robust offering that is highly secure. So I think there was really, quite honestly, no other way to do it given the heritage of of our company.
0: Your your heritage speaks for itself and other companies and startups should look at your heritage and look at, you know, I mean, I'll go on the record and say this, Goodyear does things right. And they should look at that because you're not cutting corners. I said, you're doing things right. so. You've got this incredible role in purview into the future of mobility. You're, you're meeting companies, experiencing rides in autonomous vehicles, going for cool blimp rides because you've got the world's coolest blimp that we all love seeing at sporting events. In your opinion, how is the transportation industry changing?
1: Every day I get more excited about how the industry is changing and really what's possible. I think as an industry, we see this opportunity for a safer, smarter, more connected uh, ecosystem for transportation that is you know, going to save save lives ultimately, um, reduce and almost maybe zero emissions, and hopefully provide a lot more accessibility for people to get around, um, people to get around to new opportunities that's going to better their lives. So it's exciting about how, Sometimes I tell people when I started in this industry, um, it it was exciting at the time, early, early 2000s, and now suddenly it's become a tech industry and it's become, hey, how do we take this massive market, something that people interact almost every day to be able to get around, get to their job, get to the grocery store, doctor's appointment, and just make it better. And it's exciting to see everyone kind of uh, rallying around that challenge and problem and you know competing in nice ways, of course, competing to get there to make the world better. So a super excited and, and passionate place to uh, get to be working right now.
0: And there's a great story on how you got to Goodyear. You grew up, you love math, you love chemistry. And I want to point out you became a chemical engineer, which is super, super cool. It's a lot smarter than me. And you're, you're talking to your father one day he said, wait, hey, second, there, this is a career opportunity. Could you share that story? Because it's really heartlifting and warming.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I, I think a lot of people have these conversations with their kids where they're like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And you're like, I don't know. And the, the question is like, well, what, what do you like? And I said, well, I really like math. I really like chemistry. And we were kind of debating it. And my parents and my dad especially came to me and said, what about this chemical engineering thing? And I said, huh, that's super interesting. Quite frankly, I also said, oh, I can probably graduate in four years and get a pretty good paying job. That seems like the practical approach as well. And even at that time, and I'm not sure I shared this earlier, uh, I, I grew up in Michigan, not far from about an hour or so from Ann Arbor. And there was this women in engineering event at the University of Michigan. And my my parents really encouraged me, take the day off from school, go check it out. Um, and it was just an extraordinary experience to realize, oh, this is what you can really do with with math and science, the types of problems you can go out and get to solve.
0: You're solving incredible problems at Goodyear. You're innovating for the future. I love to know. How are you building upon Goodyear's heritage and commitment to continuous improvement and innovation? Because you've got this. Just this incredible platform do great things.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's knowing that you have to constantly be learning and evolving. I, I can't say that I can paint out every single type of skill set we need to hire over the next 10 years, right? So it's staying engaged with uh, all the people internally who are pushing the boundaries, externally who are pushing the boundaries. Understanding what types of technologies you can bring to bear to solve some problems, and you know, constantly uh, adding new skills, learning new things, and never being close to the fact that you know it all. So, I think that's really the most important part is you know, bring in smart people around you, learn from them, uh, and you can really. Keep an open mind and evolve to some great new solutions. And you know, most importantly, just keeping that. What's that customer problem you need to be solving for? And and how can you rally people around it to go solve it?
0: Always learning is probably one of the the greatest philosophies you can you can have in life. You could pick up a book on a subject you don't know, and all suddenly you become fascinated by that subject. Then maybe perhaps one day you go on to invent something new and cool because that book sparked an idea and. Books and education are a thing that I geek out on, and Goodyear has this incredible program called the Goodyear Innovation Challenge, in collaboration with Case Western Reserve University. You're bringing students together to solve innovation problems and, and challenges. I'd love to know, like, I just like the smiles on these students' faces when you come in there and you do stuff, but what cool new ideas are they trying to, to tackle and challenges and stuff that's evolved out of that?
1: Yeah, certainly. And so I don't know that I want to share all the recent ideas because they are really good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we've been running our innovation challenge for five years now as a way to spark interest with students, of course, as a way to get new ideas in um, and really have found it as an important tool to understand um, kind of what talent is out there, uh, get that fresh perspective. Uh, So just recently, we held our innovation challenge. Uh, We typically do it in person as a hackathon, in-person hackathon for a couple of days. We went to a virtual format. Um, What was really cool about going to the virtual format is sometimes it's hard for students to get to Northeast Ohio. And so this year, we were really able to have applicants from all over the country. Uh, So California, Texas, a couple schools. Uh, So Ohio, Michigan. So we got the full breadth. And I think the more um, diversity you can bring to the table, the more different ideas and perspectives that you get. Um, So we had, for example, one one, uh, team uh, came to us with an idea uh, to tackle the technician shortage. Um, As you look in the automotive industry, uh, getting people into skilled um, automotive technician roles uh, is is a challenge, right? And so they came to us with a platform business idea, is what I'll say, around uh, engaging with training up uh, and providing um, technicians into the industry today and in the future. Uh, there was also ideas around, hey, how do we get Gen Z more engaged in tires and their vehicles? Uh which because of the importance that is going to not only be for them today but in the future so very wide breadth of ideas as well
0: without tires in, in a post pandemic world like they, they couldn't get to the hackathon without tires they they couldn't get to school without tires you can't <laughs> go to the baseball game and you know tires on the road are they're the thing that get you where you need to go i exactly. love to know that you've got these incredibly smart bright young students have any of them gone on to become Goodyear employees? Like, is there something where yourself or another Goodyear executive said, wait a second, this 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 individual, this child has a gift. We, we'd love to make them a job offer.
1: I will share that as, um, te- or as uh, all the teams at our hackathon have the opportunity to apply to an internship position that we have at Goodyear. So we're definitely using it. How do we pull through some of that talent to the team? Uh, so we, we actively are working on that. We have had, I know of a, at least one so far um, who has joined our team that we met through uh, the hackathon, met through Case Western. Um, so it's been a super opportunity to really find those people who are are passionate about what we're trying to do and trying to achieve come join our team.
0: It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome because you're giving back to the community and you're you're doing good, and you're giving these incredibly bright young students an opportunity for an internship. I started my career as an intern. I, I worked at Sony Music, but it changed my life. And you had to experience stuff, and then you go to different departments. and I'm a big fan of the internship program. So, a big thank you to you and the entire Goodyear team for for helping these wonderful bright students. And they're going to go on and build a future. And Goodyear is going to hopefully benefit from what they they're innovating. Great. And I love to know what is the future of tires. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I think the future of tires, a good summary that's probably going to cover a lot of the themes that we had today is really for so many years, we've been providing through mechanical forces and feedback to the vehicles, um, safe transportation. The future is all about continuing on that, on moving that connection to the road forward. And adding that digital component and that digital layer over it. You know, back to I think the very beginning, these are the four touch points with the road. What can we sense? What can we see? What information can we tell you about the road, about the tire itself, to then really impact how safe that vehicle and the vehicles around it can operate? So I truly believe and know that the future. Um, of the tire is going to continue this great performance moving people around but also adding that digital feedback layer to make it safer smarter and more connected
0: you're going to make the road safer you're going to make it more efficient for businesses and it's going to benefit all individuals including your shareholders and so Aaron, as we look to wrap up this insightful conversation i love to know what would you like our listeners to take away with them I've learned a lot. I look at tires in a completely different way now. They're absolutely cool. Uh, but what would you like the listeners to take away from the fact that tires are cool?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, number one, I hope they take away that tires are cool. They're highly engineered um, over many years, and they're going to continue to be highly engineered into the future. Um, and I, I think taking away from this, that we're Goodyear's really committed to uh, building that future. With others, um, building a safer, smarter, um, more accessible transportation ecosystem. And let us know if you want to be a part of this ecosystem that we're building.
0: And if they'd like to be a part of the ecosystem, how, how may they get in touch with you, or how can, how would that work?
1: Yeah, um, get in touch with us. We of course have our the uh, we have our Ango uh, by Goodyear site. Um, you can also reach out through our Goodyear Ventures site.
0: Oh, fantastic. And Goodyear is a great company. Goodyear is also an innovative company. And Aaron and the team at Goodyear Ventures are going to lead the future of mobility. And as we've heard on the podcast today, tomorrow is today, today is tomorrow, and the future is tires. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on the SAE Tomorrow Today podcast.
1: Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening to SAE Tomorrow Today. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, Please kindly rate, review, and let us know what topics you'd like for us to explore next at podcast at sae.org. That's podcast at sae.org. Next week, be sure to tune in to hear from Andrew Weidel, Vice President, Product Planning, Vehicle Systems at ZF Group, a German company driving intelligence for software defined vehicles. And be sure to follow us on LinkedIn to stay connected and continue the conversation.